Hello, welcome to the Appreneurs Podcast. Uh, this is uh, a team, a group, a community of uh, passionate app, app entrepreneurs. Um, we're brought to you by uh, the combined benefit of uh, myself, it's Paul Kemp of the App Guide Podcast, and Chris Bishaw of Indie iOS Focus Weekly. And we got together to create iOS Stack hyphen friends which is a slack community it's probably now one of the fastest growing uh, communities of uh, app entrepreneurs we've got a new sign up page uh, just go to theappguy.co and you'll see uh, a link to our slack group uh, to join chris's uh, curated newsletter go to indieiosfocus.curated.co that's indieiosfocus.curated.co and just to remind this group we can contribute onto the slack group uh, there's a Google Doc that uh, you can see in the um, Slack that is fully editable by you. You're all, um, oh, I can hear myself coming back there. Yeah, yeah you've all got editing rights, so you can actually uh, announce to 568 members anything you think is worthy of announcing. Um, let's uh, do the one-minute intros, and then um, we'll get into the juicy stuff. Uh, Chris, how about you start with you today? Yeah, my name is Chris Bishore. I'm the curator of Indie iOS Focus Weekly. Uh, Paul and I have a site together, iosstack.com. I'm also an iOS developer and freelancer. Um, one of my successes this week I thought I'd share was uh, iOS Focus Weekly was mentioned on a Ray, Win Ray Winderlich's uh, site as an honorable mention of top five iOS and Swift newsletters. Um, that gave me a pretty big bump in traffic, and of course it's an honor to be mentioned with some of the big newsletters out there, so that was really good. Um, my challenge right now is probably uh, just the transition from my uh, regular job, which I will be, have a couple of weeks left of working full-time um, in an industry outside of iOS development, and uh, about June 1st I will be switching over to just working that job one day a week, uh, with the rest of my time focused on iOS development, the newsletter, and some other uh, revenue streams. Great. Okay, Darren, it's been a while. Uh, tell us, uh, remind us what you do in one minute and your biggest challenges. So um, I create iOS apps for people. That's that's really where my money is, and um, I do on-site training as well. But what I've been trying to do for a long time is to create some online courses teaching people a sort of high-level view of how to create apps, so it's aimed more at CEOs and uh, non-technical non founders. Um, I'll, I'll probably just go more into detail with this because I'm doing a special th talk today, so um, that's where I'll talk about that, yeah. Okay. Jeffrey, you're on the podcast. Uh, tell us um, what you do and, and your biggest challenges right now. Sure. Um, so, hi, I'm Jeffrey. I'm... I'm PR and community manager for Scheduit, which is a networking app. Um, Scheduit is used at conferences, and this is and this is exactly one of my challenges at the moment: reaching out to to uh, conferences and conference organizers. Um, lately, I've been having uh, uh, more and more success um, with reaching out to conferences and. I'm glad to say that we're collaborating with conferences in the UK, Malta, obviously, Finland, US, and so as a company we're expanding. So, yeah, I just want to be continue being 
to be introduced with conference organizers. Thanks. Hey, Rouse, uh, remind us what you do in your biggest challenge right now. Hey, so I'm the co-founder of Stumble and Stuff, which is a marketplace for buying and selling stuff. Uh, we enable users to be able to buy and sell stuff and be get it delivered within 48 hours or within the same day. Uh, my challenge last week was um, getting some inspiration for creating Facebook ads. And um, I must thank the, the guys in this group for uh, pointing me towards some good resources and podcast episodes that gave me some really good insight into doing that. So now I'm looking for some... Uh, some images that I that I can work with. So, love to get my hands on um, a site that has some images that I can use. Thanks. Okay. Um, hello, I am Paul Kemp. I am the um, host of the App Guide podcast, and uh, it's an app uh, show that's been going now for uh, three years, and I've uh, chatted with 460 plus founders. My biggest challenge right now is, uh, I've got three. Uh, the first challenge is um, finding um, founders and uh, companies that are uh, looking to hire great developers, great designers, and I'm getting a pool of resources uh, to uh, attract uh, people to those and, uh, and make some um, money from that. The uh, next challenge is that uh, I, uh, I'm looking for companies that are willing to spend $16,000 on a, a um, testing uh, in the wild. And my third challenge is uh, finding uh, anyone who's cash rich and time poor, um, which I'm sure is this entire group. Um, if you're cash rich and time poor, let me know because we can create a book for you, uh, a professionally published book. And so uh, they're my three challenges right now. Uh, right, so... Uh, Chris, I know that you've organized this. What's next? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't have any volunteers for the education, but um, and I may just have to uh, kind of just set it on a schedule where uh, we have a um, uh, more of a, hey, this is your week. Uh, you need to come up with something. But, you know, this whole, uh, I thought we'd spend a decent amount of time. Um, Darren is taking the Amy Porterfield course on email uh, courses on how to build an email course, how, where to start. And um, I really think that that is something that iOS developers, mobile developers, uh, really any developer can use as a great way to build, um, you know, income, sustainable income that, you know, you work really hard to create this course and, uh, you know, you end up with a situation where you're making a certain amount each month and, uh, you know, you can update the course and uh, really make yourself a revenue stream that can help you in your um, whether you're an independent or whether it's a side job. So um, I really think that um, you know Darren's insight into what he's learned from the Amy Porterfield course will be uh, just a great education um, for developers, uh, anybody listening, and for all of us. Well, let's jump into that then, Darren. If we could hear from you about uh, the course, and of course, if anyone listening to this, if you do sign up to the course. We should make a special announcement to you and an acknowledgement so that uh, you maybe get some benefit from it. Um, but uh, yeah, that's um, always trying to do a deal, yeah, Paul. Always trying to do a deal. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, 
So I, I, I'll just have to correct you a little bit there, Chris. It, it's just it's just courses in general. It's not not just email courses. It's um it's, the, the title is courses that convert. So I think it's um it's just for like online training courses. But you could you could use it as an email course if you wanted to drip feed content to people. So it and it does apply to that. But I think so, mostly it's video, right? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's basically uh, her her format is. I mean, I'll go into this in a minute, but her format is basically slides with an audio, uh, you know, a voiceover, the slides. And I think that's the best way to learn anyway, because it's just, I don't know, I just find that more interesting than reading and more interactive, you know. But anyway, the reason I got into this was I, for, for a while I've been going on about creating webinars and stuff. And the whole purpose for that was to create... Uh, um, <coughs> It was to create an online training course, but initially what I was going to do was I was going to do some online workshops. So it was to bring people to those online workshops. Um, so in the meantime, I, I, I listen to far too many podcasts, and one of those is um, I always forget the name of a, a podcast. It's uh, Online Marketing Made Easy by Amy Porterfield, and she she's already got a course out called uh, Webinars That Convert, and I was actually thinking of getting that. And then in the past couple of weeks, she bought a, a course called uh, Courses That Convert. And uh, I mean, her speciality is creating uh, online courses, so she's a pretty good, uh, you know, pretty good teacher of that material. So basically, I just I just snapped it up without even going to the sales webinar because I knew I was going to want it. And uh, the price was it was a thousand dollars, which might sound a lot, but I've been struggling so so long to create any sort of training course or webinar that I just it, it just seemed like really good value to me because I knew I'd get a lot from this. So uh, I got the course, and it, it's just it's the first impressions are that it's just like every single thing that you need to create an online course. So the feeling that I get straight away is I'm just going to trust this. I'm not going to look anywhere else, and I can just focus on what I'm doing by following step-by-step -step instructions that she's given, which to, to me is absolutely perfect because I'm. I'm basically like all over the place with learning material, and when you go like that, you don't really know which course to follow because you've been told many things by different people. So anyway, that's um, <coughs> that's basically why I bought it and what it is. But um, so the first thing she's going in—I well, I can't give too much information, obviously, because. But um, I've all met. Need, like I've been doing it for say just over a week. I've been doing it. I've I've already made more progress. I feel than I've made in months do, doing it my own way. But what's what's so funny is that she's she's telling you all the things that you read in all the other books, sort of getting your getting your ideas together based on customer feedback, um, honing those ideas down into little subsets, which would be like your chapters for your books. But it's just been taken step by step. It through a series, you know, of actions that you've got to undertake, and I'm in a little checklist. And she's also got one of the nice things about the course is she's got a really, really good um, like a technical archive. So if you've got a little question or, or a thought, you just look in there, and they're nearly always answered as well. Which is, you know, it's, you can just look in there for the answer. So that's that's it, really. I mean, I, th I think it's probably best if you ask me questions about it rather than me babbling on about it, because uh, like I said, I don't want to give too much information about the content, because I just feel that'd be wrong, the wrong thing to do, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think that 
one thing that um, I took from what you just said was just how overwhelming it is to uh, try to do this yourself. I think it's certainly possible. Um, you know, anybody that's uh, created a course like hers has probably pieced together a lot of this themselves too. But you know, you could spend months, in fact, years, going uh, through all the podcasts, going to different websites, and putting together your own program that you don't even know how, I guess, battle-tested it is. And I think um, that's been, uh, you know, a shortfall that I've had, too, is that I don't really have a solid plan in place because I'm definitely interested in doing something like what you're doing. And, um, you know, it's really inspirational to hear you say, yeah, this is just, it's step-by-step. Step. It's, you know, close off your, it's almost like you're wearing blinders. You just go through this course and it's got everything you need. So I, I really like the... Um, I like what you're saying about that there. Yeah, I think you've got to, I mean, if you spend a bit of money and you, you, you've got to take a leap of faith, really. And that's what we do all the time with different materials. But, you know, if you've just got one that you trust and it's just so much easier. And I agree with you. I could have done it as well. Maybe I couldn't, but I think many people can do it themselves uh, like, like they all have, really. Um, I just don't, I don't think I'm capable, to be honest, <laughs> you know. Well, I think it also holds you accountable. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you know, what holds you accountable in the course? Besides, obviously, you have skin in the game by paying a thousand dollars. Yeah. So she's got. She does have um, uh, a private uh, Facebook members area. That's that's okay. Um, and I think that is just for accountability, really. Um, you can get some. You get some some sort of feedback from the other members of the group. But yeah, it's it's a good accountability thing, but I think I've just I think it's just spending a thousand dollars is is the accountability really. That's all you need, because it's like well I'm not going to mess this up. <laughs> I know it's it's like you, you know I've spent many twenty pounds on on books before, but a thousand is quite a lot. Yeah, so you've got to keep going, Darren. I remember spending um, three thousand dollars on a course in two thousand and nine. I think it was uh, an email marketing course. And oh, you're so motivated, um, you know, during the course. But it's just keeping that going um, through a, any dry patches you may have. Have you set anything up yet from what you've uh, learned? So yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got a. Oh, I mean, it sounds rather true, but I, 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 so the first thing that I mean, she she does actually say that you really need the name to. So she, she works it. It's all, it's all really obvious, but she says you need the name, then you need your ideas. That's how you do it. So, so the name it's called the App Blueprint. That's what it's called, and it's I've got the app blueprint.com. I've got a landing page on there. I've got um, so here in Evernote, I've got a massive list of all the ideas, and I've um, I've basically formatted those into chapters. And what's actually interesting is she says that you need to spend more of your time there than actually creating your content. So it, it's about having that, having the this structure in place, and also. Sort of your unique, uh, your unique selling point. Just trying to sort of get you to hone in on that. What it, what are you doing that's different? And that really makes you think about where you can provide the most value. And I think for me, the most value. Just getting into my details about this is, um, it, it's talk, it's having that. It's being a developer yet being able to talk to CEOs in in their sort of business language, which I, I know a lot of developers don't have. You know, it's um, it's with some developers they don't. They just know how to program, don't they? And uh, I think that's my unique selling point. So yeah, uh, I just feel I just feel like things really are moving on. You know, every every time I do something with it, I feel like 
yeah, that's that done. Take that off. Move on to the next thing. Whereas before, I was debating every single step, going back, doing it again. It's like with the webinars. I've gone through four or five iterations of things. It's like, why am I doing this? And she's she's adamant that you should you should um, do your market research, find out if there's a need there, and if there's a decent need, you know. And even if there are people doing what you're doing, as long as long as you can present it in such a way that you know it's got your own edge to it and you're passionate about what you're teaching and there's good material in there, then you're going to be able to sell it and you know, you just have to trust it really and go with it. Whereas I think what I was trying to do before is I was spending so much time because I'm, you know, a bit of a devotee to the to the lean starter book that says that you must validate all your ideas first. And I think that's what I was trying to do and it's it, I don't think it works in all cases. I think you, you do sometimes need your material there before you can sell it. Uh, how can we best help you, Darren? With, um, uh, well, I think, I think um, I'll obviously share it with you lot, what I'm doing, and I think that's, uh, that's, that's possibly the best, best thing for me. And just, just kick my ass when I start procrastinating as usual, you know. <laughs> uh, Actually, we, we can't do that. We, we physically cannot do that. Well, you know. <laughs> I do have a quick question as far as uh, what mark, market research you did to decide. I know okay. whenever we had chatted about this before, you pretty much had this course decided what you were going to uh, offer. Um, what type of market research did you do, or is it more just uh, you know that this, there's a need out there for this type of course? Well, I, so I'll, give, I'll give this away. I'm sure she doesn't hide all the content. So. The first thing that she says is, you've obviously got your idea, and um, I mean, some people don't have an idea, they just have the customers that they serve, and then they, what they're going to do is base it on the feedback that they get from talking to those customers. But I'd pretty much got my idea, and I, want to, I know I want to serve anyway, I want to serve you know, the non-technical CEOs and, and startup people. So what she says is that you should speak to, um, you should make seven course calls, which are basically you speak to seven people that your target audience and she, she presents this is another great thing with the course it's every single stage there's big sheets of like the thing that you need to do for so for this she's basically got a big list of questions that you need to ask them and um, and obviously she's also showing you how to put your own spin on those questions so they're suitable for what you're what you're doing so I, I made those seven calls well I made five calls and I did two long conversations over email because some people just don't want to talk face-to-face -face. and um, I, I did learn a lot through that so for example a, a lot of people were saying that um, in with the course they would like some some of my time as well which was something that I wanted to do anyway obviously if this ever did scale up you'd, you'd have to discount that but what a lot of people were saying was um, well a few people were saying was they would want some of my time in that so what I thought of doing was including some like checkpoint checkpoints in the in the progress of the course where you can actually you know have me for an hour or two to actually go through that um, with you because I, I know from from doing this myself I, I think one of one of one of the the stumbling blocks of learning anything is it's like am I doing the right thing it's, it's that question that you have isn't it it's like you read all the material it's like am I just doing the right thing I need someone to just look at what I'm doing and I know that's the case with um, with apps it's, you could. I mean, I'm obviously going to teach you how to do wireframes and turn your ideas into into you know um, proposals for developers and stuff like that. But it's 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 one thing doing it. If you, I can imagine if you haven't done a wireframe before and you've never developed an app, you'd be pretty nervous about handing that to a developer. So I think 
just having first passes, uh, giving them to someone to have a look at would be a good thing. I, I don't know whether I'm going to do that, but I think it's possibly a good idea. So that's that, yeah. Rouse, do, uh, do you have anything, or uh, Jeffrey? I uh, just wanted to say, good on you, Darren. It's uh, it's 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 a well-structured course from what you're telling me, and it, it it's helping you to focus. That's good. That's the key. That's, that is the absolute key. It's just letting me focus on what I want to do. And I'm, you know, I'm I'm only spending three yeah. or four hours a day on it, which isn't a great deal. I've got other client work, you know, so I, I have to really squeeze this in. But I'm just making mm. loads of progress because I'm not I'm not looking back on anything. I'm just doing it to a pretty high quality and moving on. I think you've done a really good job of showing uh, developers are typically uh, the type that don't like to shell out a thousand dollars for something they feel like oh I can just look this all up on the internet but I think you've done a really good job of you know explaining to us just how much uh, one of these courses can focus you and take away all the clutter and really get you to where you actually take action and and get your course out yeah I mean it's a big thing but I do also think that the, the people that create these courses are, I mean, obviously she's got a podcast with over 100 episodes on there. This material is probably all on there, but it, it's in such a condensed format in the course that you can just follow, and it's priceless. It really is. She's not going to give that. She's not going to give that stuff out in a podcast in that format. Yeah, and it looks like you've decided to do uh, from her webinar that I attended. She has, yeah. you know, the intro course or the signature course. It looks like you're going to go ahead and do a signature course right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I bet you're tempted, aren't you? You're in a position where uh, you, you're probably looking for something like this. Well, and that's uh, what I was going to mention. That um, I one of my goals this week is to have a survey in uh, my newsletter for uh, the readers, you know, uh, basically asking some questions about, you know, how to make the newsletter better, but also some questions about where their pain points are, what um, type of, you know, just kind of try to get some um, input on what course I could teach, you know, that fits best with my skills. So, um, yeah, I, I, you guys can tell I'm definitely quite interested in uh, how Darren's going and um, this type of thing. So one thing that did interest me, and uh, this is probably private information I shouldn't give out really too much, but go on, Darren. It, <laughs> in, in the actual in the actual Facebook group, I was surprised that, that this is not a sexist comment, but there was it's eighty percent women, and very this is not because they're women in any way, but but very very few technical people in there, which I, I was gobsmacked really. I, I thought it'd be lots of people like us basically who were trying to. Uh, sell technical stuff. That does surprise me. You know, she mentions that in the webinar as one of the main things. You know, oh, the tech overwhelms me. And you know, I just my ears tune out when I hear that because I don't need to, you know, worry about that. I mean, sure, there's going to be some technical things that come up, that, but it's more just, well, which service should I use for for us? You know. Yeah. So uh, that's really interesting to hear. Um, but I know there are a lot. Um, just in fact, last night my wife was, you know, looking for ways to earn side income and. Heck, about every site she was on, you know, they had a course, uh, and it was, uh, you know, how to earn money from your blog, and it was mom blogs and things like that. And there, it, it surprises me it's 80% though, but um, um, I knew that was a would be a high percentage. Yeah, because that that's that is the sort of thing they're going for, I think. Which is, um, just, when you think about it, there's, there's a lot of money there, isn't it? 
Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, Darren. We'll um, keep an eye out for the progress you're making, and uh, you're really excited to like follow your story on that, and uh, the fact that you've spent so much money, and uh, that maybe it works out for you. So. Um, yeah, I think I think the the thing I want to work out just to, to sum it up is it's like I've, I've been developing like you know obviously not professional, I'm not that old, but for thirty odd years, and. Um, it's like I want—I want to give myself a chance at something else in my life, and this is this is why I'm so determined to do something else. I don't—I don't know how you lot stand on that, but it's—it's it's like I just feel like a change in my life. I mean, I know you—you you have Paul, actually, haven't you? You—you've changed your life a couple of times, and um, it's just—I want to make my life a bit of an adventure, you know. Yeah, well, that's why we do what we do. That um, you can choose what you decide to do and you can get stuck in a rut you know from what yeah. you do and you're pushing yourself outside the comfort zone and speaking to CEOs and founders um, right let's move on and um, uh, in the last 10 minutes uh, work out what other things we can do to add value to each and every one of us uh, I've got a couple of things to start to start with but does, uh, Jeffrey Rouse you, you um, is there anything you wanted to do to contribute to the community here and, and, and uh, see if you can help anyone else out? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can go first. Uh, so uh, I came across a Slack group, which I think, Jeffrey, you might be interested in. Um, it's a Slack group that is about bots, and I know that you're doing a lot of artificial intelligence with um, Schedule It. Okay. And so, um, what I, I, uh, I'll do is um, I'll share with you then. Uh, it's called. Um, let me just get the name of it. Uh, it's called Bot Makers. Bot Makers, and uh, there's a lot of um, stuff. Uh, and I was just going to ask you. I mean, your founder is uh, into artificial intelligence. Would he put himself under the name of Bot Maker um, with what you're doing? Well, we're certainly working with bots. Um, uh, actually, my uh, uh, our founder, uh, he has two companies. They're both in artificial intelligence, and not just but the other company definitely we're doing a lot of work on um, bots. So, so yeah, that's something that's very interesting for us. Right. Okay. Well, that's a community of one thousand members. All uh, talking about bots, so I'll share a link in our uh, in the show notes. Uh, and the other thing I had on my list was um, that uh, I guess did you want any help with the survey you're sending out on Thursday, Chris? Um, we, I guess we can talk about that offline, but um, I wondered if you, you had it in, cemented in what you're asking the community or your newsletter. Yeah, I have a list of brain, kind of brainstorm questions, and um, I wanted to, you know, keep it short. But I'm looking for um, input on, I guess, uh, you know, what type of questions to ask. Um, if you have any questions, or anybody else in the group have any particular questions that they'd like um, to know, you know, as far as uh, my readership, I think we're up to about 1,600 developers. Um, also, any input in um, if uh, I should throw out a, a carrot to get people to uh, take the survey, that type of thing. But um, yeah, I just have a kind of a brainstorm list of list of things, mostly kind of half and half, half 
to do with how can I make the newsletter better, half with, um, you know, possibly getting some information about what uh, kind of uh, product or service I could offer developers. Well, isn't, one, it, isn't, yeah, isn't it the case that, I mean, if you've created a really successful newsletter, and it is really, wouldn't you want to teach how to do that? Uh, say that again, Darren? Wouldn't you, you possibly want to be in the, well, you'd be in the position to teach people how to create a successful newsletter, wouldn't you? You know, that's a very interesting uh, thought, and as crazy as it sounds, you know that you don't see the forest for the trees. I've never actually thought about teaching anybody how to build a newsletter audience or build a newsletter or curate a newsletter for that matter. Um, but that, that's definitely something that I'll throw around in my head a little bit. That's a, that's a good comment. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll I tell you, another one, Chris, you should, I mean, I would ask, uh, is, uh, is anyone interested in learning how you do go to switch a career uh, from one thing to then jump into a completely another? And you've gone through that yourself. Darren's making a switch. Uh, you know, that seems to be a... Uh, I mean, you mentioned that that Facebook group with all these um, non-tech people trying to get into um, apps and other things. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are wanting a change in their life, and I wondered if there's some course that could be created to make a change to help you. Those get are great ideas. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think Paul's could put out, put it in a better light, really, because it's just that change thing, isn't it? I mean, there aren't many people that don't want change. It is, and I think that there's, um, I think there's a lot of people that don't want change but aren't happy with where they're at, or what they're doing, or how their career path has gone so far. Well, there's plenty, plenty of people that are happy to moan, though, aren't there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I think that'd be, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, I'll definitely check into that. That's something that. Um, yeah, because I'm, I'm still so much in flux. You know, I haven't uh, committed to a course or anything like that yet. And I, I do, if I, uh, if I do end up doing a course, I'm going to commit to the uh, course you're, you're uh, taking because yeah. I've, I've really felt that it, you know, it's just something that I need to do if I'm going to do a course. You know, I'm not going to try to do it the way, you know, you've tried to do it or the way I've kind of been trying to do it as far as just getting all the information from everywhere. Um, I did have something for Rolf's, uh, a link. It's called uh, Stock Photos That Don't Suck. I will put it in the show notes. Um, but it's just a, it was a Medium article that I believe I had in the newsletter a few months ago that has just a lot of both public mm -hmm. domain and royalty-free photos and, uh, you know, some paid, some not, but just kind of a good good list of sites that you can help because I know you're looking for different stuff to put in your Facebook ads. Yeah, that would be great, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Chris, I meant to have mentioned that I've got a guy I'm speaking to tomorrow that's really keen on sponsoring the uh, iOS stack. He's listened to my podcast and have reached out to me, so I'll let you know if anything comes of that. Oh, great. And and also he did mention that there's um, uh, yeah, a couple of um, areas where he thinks there's a glitch in the um, uh, the sponsored ads uh, under one category, so uh, hopefully you got a message from me earlier. Yeah, I got that message. I hadn't looked at it yet, though. Yeah. Uh, Ralph, you've been a bit quiet. I just wondered um, if there's anything from your end you wanted to jump in and what you've learned this week or what, what uh, the week's done for you that we can, you think we can help out with. 
Yeah, um, I just wanted to backtrack to the educational bit. Um, I, I thought of volunteering to do it, but there's not much because it's um, what uh, what uh, da- Daniel and yourself sent me in those two podcasts to listen to. Um, one of them was um, on on-demand delivery, how to go about doing that, and the other one was about Facebook ads. Um, key takeaways for me for the Facebook ads one was um, the usually the the time in which you can get your return on investment on Facebook ads is about in a three month time frame. So don't expect to put in like a lot of money in the start, expecting to get it back within a week or two. Uh, expect about three months, um, which is sort of what will make up your run rate because that's what you're spending expecting to get something back. And usually you're supposed to spend a third of what you think your customer lifetime value is. Um, so if you, if you, that, that means that if your customer is worth, customer's lifetime value is worth 20 bucks, maybe you should spend about, I don't know who's good, good at math. <laughs> um, a third about, of that, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, a third of that. <laughs> That's why we have calculators. Uh, so you should spend about a third of that because you're assuming that they'll sign on and then they'll spend their whole lifetime in there. So the other two thirds is for you to reduce your risk of exposure, which is a really, really good uh, podcast uh, that uh, it was Daniel who recommended it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to listen to it again and again because there's some really good gold nuggets in there. And, was, that, well, uh, was, that the start, was that the startup for the rest of us podcast that was linked yeah. to that? Yes, 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 yes. That is it. Yeah, I, I, it went, to the, uh, I went to the microconf in 2013, actually. Um, yeah? It's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a pretty good event. It's, um, yeah, they, they, there's, I think the one this year, the Europe one is in Barcelona. They do one in Vegas as well. That's, mm. the one I they do them on every year? Yeah, they do, yeah. That made me think of a question, quick question for Darren. Um, how much of the course uh, involves the promotion of the course? You know, um, obviously she's a Facebook ad expert, but um, obviously you have to get people to, uh, you know, see your course and be interested in it. So is there quite a bit of information in the course about that? Um, no, that, that was my first concern because I thought there wasn't. But as I was saying, that there's these, like, bonuses. Right now, there, there is one. Uh, I can't get to it right now, but one of the bonuses is basically the whole process of uh, the, the launch. She calls it a launch, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. is the whole process of you know building up to the to the start of this and during the sales. So she goes through all that. There's about 15 lessons on that one. It really goes into real detail. I've not looked at those because I don't, I don't want to waste my time to be honest. Um, yeah, not yet. She's, sure. she's she's adamant that you should create the course first because. She calls it like overwhelm, and that's the perfect word, isn't it, when you start trying to sell something and um, create it at the same time. Yeah, so she's so, yeah. basically saying get your landing page going so that people can sign up, but you really yeah. need to focus on your course first. Well, she, she yeah. didn't even say that. I mean, the reason I, I put that up is because, I mean, I can just do it in five minutes. Yeah, but, um, oh, gotcha, gotcha. She, she's, um, she's definitely create your course first. Yeah. But there's... I mean, the only thing that concerns me, and one of the reasons I, I had a little peek at it, but I, I, I just had to, I had to stop myself looking because I knew I'd sink a whole day into it. <laughs> but um, it does concern me a little bit that she'll be, you know, 
expecting you to have a list of, uh, you know, a big email list or something like that, but I just hope she doesn't die. So uh, I'll have to go. I know a that. newsletter that you could sponsor. That probably yeah, well, just some, yeah. I might. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you got faith. You must have faith in me already. So that's yeah, nice. yeah, definitely. <laughs> you sound like a motivated man. So I'm I'm behind people that are motivated. Yeah. Um, before we say goodbye, then Jeffrey, is there anything uh, from your end? You, I know that we've skipped around a bit, but. Um, uh, anything yeah, um, uh, just a small comment on what, what Darren just said now, um, what uh, you were discussing about promotion. Um, some time ago I did do a similar course, sort of, on, it was about how to sell uh, e-products and like e-books and stuff like that. And uh, what happened was that, same thing, first create, first the market research and then you create the product. Etc. Etc. And then when we came to the promotion side, it was about um, building relationships with people with big lists, and so they can do affiliate marketing, and so they will affiliate with you and promote your product. And that actually takes a lot of time. So the problem was that uh, initially we spent a lot of time with research and product development. But then when we came to promotion, we got to know that, hey, this is going to take a lot of time too. And so it was actually a better idea if we started building these relationships from the beginning whilst whilst doing our, um, creating our products. Um, I think this is something that uh, you should keep in mind. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. And that, that's the way I've always thought it should be done, to be honest. Um, I'm just going to I'm just going to give the course faith and just go with it because um, I've tried it the way you say and I don't know whether it's because I've got I've already got so much work on at the moment with, with client work I mean that is what pays the bills I, I think yeah, just just, do, just doing just doing one thing at a time is in a lot of ways too much for me so when I try and do two I just don't think my brain can hold that much information and you know I think I need to just if I can just get rid of something out of the way and then move on to the next. I mean, if the course is successful, Darren, you can start resigning clients and, and free up more time to oh, focus on it. Yeah. That's what I'd love. You know. <laughs> I mean, if, if I could just get any, I mean, you know, it's, it's a big ask, but if I could just get a few thousand uh, a month coming in, um, then I'd have the confidence to just put it all into that. And that's, that's what I would hope for, you know, because this is really what I want to do. I, I do love working for clients, but, I don't know. I just don't know how long, how much longer I can do it for. You know, it gets, okay. uh, gets a little bit boring after a bit. Um, Jeffrey, could I ask a favour as well? Um, my sure. wife, uh, my wife is really keen on finding out what a community manager does, and um, I wondered if you'd be able to summarise that for me in a little note. Um, what, what? Because you're you've introduced yourself as a community manager, and I'm seeing lots more of those roles around. Uh, uh, yeah, do, just um, yeah. would that yeah, be? Yeah, sure. Um, I can write. Um, I can write a note in this snippet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to take up anyone else's time, but she, um, yeah, because we're she's looking into it. So, um, cool. Any other last comments before we say goodbye and I upload this as a um, podcast? No. Great. Uh, I just wanted to say bye. 
you just wanted to say what? Sorry, Raz. Uh, I was saying I'm going away next week for the next uh, four weeks back home visiting, so I might not be able to join you guys. Okay, well, drop in if you can. If not, we'll just, uh, I guess, go on without you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. So, uh, have a nice time off, Rouse, and... Um, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for everyone. Uh, see you in the uh, Slack group. Yeah, thanks. And you have to all keep all right, me accountable right. to this, yeah? You keep me accountable, yeah? <laughs> we'll hold your feet to the fire. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much. Have a good trip, Ralph. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.